You know how they always say live and learn after a deeply personal and often surprisingly unpleasant experience? Well, I aim to turn that idiom on its head with more positive reinforcement through this podcast. Hi, I am Shivraj Prashad, your host. The folks I feature on my episodes have all taken that leap of faith to bring you the means to live a better life. Today I want to talk about something that has become pretty much the bane of every reader or listener's existence. The passive voice versus the active one. Now why is it that when we speak, we speak sometimes in the active voice and when we write, we write in the passive voice? When I coach people and most of my clients say they find it tough to get to and stick to the point, I have a very simple tip. Keep it short and keep it simple. Use short words and short phrases. Even when we were broadcasting, we were told that we only had 90 seconds to tell a story and couldn't lapse into longer sentences. You really can only do that if you use the active voice versus the passive voice. So, what is the active voice and what is the passive voice? Very simply, in a sentence using the active voice, the subject of the sentence performs the action. In a sentence using the passive voice, the subject is acted upon. For example, in the active voices case, the police officer arrested the man. The police officer here is the subject of the sentence and is performing the action of arresting. In the case of the passive voice, the man was arrested by the police officer. The man is the subject of the sentence, but he is not performing the action of arresting. The passive voice can be used sometimes strategically, tempting the speaker or writer to omit the identity of the actor and produce a fuzzy picture. For example, listen to this closely. A copy of every action letter shall be sent to the clerk of the administrative office for entry and filing and a memorandum briefly describing the action letter shall be distributed to each commissioner within three days thereafter. Using the passive voice here leaves a lot of questions, doesn't it? Who is supposed to send the copy to the clerk? Who is supposed to write the memorandum? Who is supposed to distribute the memorandum? We can't tell because the writer or the speaker used the passive to hide the actor. Now, is there ever a good reason to use the passive voice? Yes. Here are four most common good reasons. 1. Sometimes you may not want to name the actor because you want to play down the actor's role in the event. For instance, maybe the actor is your client. Example. When the lights went out, several punches were thrown. 2. Sometimes it's the action that's important, not who does it. Example, this act may be cited as the Unlawful Detention Act of 2002. 3. Sometimes you may not know who did the acting. Example, during the following six months, the fence wire was cut on nine separate occasions. 4. Sometimes you need the passive in order to connect the sentence smoothly with the preceding sentence or sentences. Example, the key question is, therefore, when did the defendant actually receive the summons and complaint? 
the summons and complaint were not served on the defendant in person until the 18th of May. You know which profession does this deliberately? Lawyers, yes, so that they can leave things open to interpretation or deliberation and ensure they protect their client's interests. Then ask yourself, what is your motive? To do the same or to have clarity in your communication? Don't confuse issues unless you have a pretty good reason to do so. So, how do we work around this here? A few steps and a little tough love to shun that habit of keeping your listeners or readers guessing and bored. Begin with understanding why you should use the active voice. The active voice is more concise. For example, the dog chased the cat. Five words. Versus the passive voice. The cat was chased by the dog. Seven words. The active voice is often stronger than the passive voice. For example, judges must explain the reasons behind their decisions versus the reasons behind the decisions must be explained by judges. I'm often asked what to do when we convert what we say into what we write. Simple. When you speak and when you write, use the active voice. <laughs> yes, I know firsthand that is a problem because very often I'm very clear on my thoughts. But when I start writing an email or writing a proposal, I get really caught up. Go back to the basics. Short, punchy sentences are a particularly powerful technique for beginning paragraphs. Even sentences within paragraphs should not exceed two or three lines. Strive for rhythm and cadence. Vary your short sentences with an occasional longer sentence. Simply combine two short sentences in the middle of your paragraph to relieve the tedium of too many choppy sentences. And at the risk of sounding repetitive, it's about the active voice and not the passive one. The fewer words you use to say what you mean would just as easily serve the purpose. So do write in to me by sending me an email on shivraj at brevis.in or you can even call me and send a WhatsApp voice message on plus 919625475442. Until next time, when I speak to an interesting guest or someone who can give you more tools to learn to live a better life, stay safe and stay in touch.